Norman McLean wrote, It is those we live with and love and should know who elude us. Criminals. I'm Michelle and I'm Nicole. Welcome to Unsub, a Criminal Mind podcast where we go through Criminal Minds episode by episode. Criminal Mind by Criminal Mind. Yeehaw! How you doing, Nicole? <sighs> I'm doing all right. I'm pretty sleepy right now. Well, I'm Nicole actually took the initiative to record this episode. I was very shocked. Because usually I have to cajole and threaten and <laughs> bribe her. Mm, she just... Uh, uh, she just... Uh, <sighs> what? You just yell at me until I agree to do a podcast with you. Exactly. So I'm very surprised that you... It brought, you did this. You did this. Mm-hmm. You're the reason we're all here today. Well, take a bow. Received a lot of positive reinforcement for the last episode, so I thought, <laughs> I want more of this. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, it took you a while to edit that last one, but... Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we start this thing? Well... Um, did we already say that? Yeah, welcome. we said the thing. Well, we usually start with the unsub of the week. Nicole, why the don't you throw Keystone that out there? Keystone killer. The Keystone killer. Okay, I don't know why you had to say it again. Because I already I like, said it. I feel like I was talking over you when you started saying it, and no one will understand you. The Keystone killer. I'm going to cut out all that. It's the guy. Okay. We'll just keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're on episode 15 now. Yep. Which unfinished business. Only we're halfway through the first season. Oh my god, really? <laughs> wow. I think so. I think there are 29 episodes. We're making good time. When did we start this? So we, long ago. Do you know when we put up the first episode? So long ago. You want to check? Boy. Are you finding the Corona Wines theme song? No, I'm looking for the episode numbers. Here, see when we started and why this. Why are you looking up? <laughs> the first episode went up on February 12th. That's not too bad. Well, it's been several months and we're only on episode 15. Yeah, but that's not too bad. And I blame you. Oh, we're over halfway done. There are 22 episodes in season one. Oh, yeehaw! Holy shit, there's 14 seasons. Yeah, we're going to be doing this forever and ever. Wait, is it over? They're still... No, they were still filming the last season, I think. No, I remember they did the last episode. No. I don't know if it's aired, but they filmed it. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. Well, we start off in Washington, D.C. at... Michelle, I just want you to know your feet are probably making vibrations in the ottoman that are going to be affecting the microphone. Shut the fuck up. And J. Miller Bookstore, author Max Ryan, is giving a talk about the Keystone Killer, which, um, funny little thing, he named himself that. 
Yeah, fucking you nerd. You can't just name your killer self. You gotta like, be. No. That's what the BTK did too, though. He named himself. Dumb bitch. I know. What are other names? The Zodiac? Didn't the Zodiac name himself? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy? <laughs> His mom named him. Stupid. Cool, what an idiot. His mom, grandma. His mom's sister. Oh, no. Loser, am I right? Oh, well, now I feel bad. Yes, Max Ryan <laughs> wrote a book on the Keystone Killer because he was the original investigator on the case. Uh-huh. His book is called The Hunt for the Keystone Killer. And Keystone... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Keystone Killer killed seven women in a two-year killing spree 18 years ago in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he would... Uh, what would he do, Michelle? Why is he such a creep? <laughs> because he sent letters and crosswords puzzles to the police. Yeah. Which contained, like, clues, I guess, about his killings. And he used... An intricate knot, which has never been repeated, and it was part of his M.O. Yes, his signature was the knot. So the last victim... Okay, this is why I wrote this down. Her, The last victim was oh. killed with her infant son in the next room. And I was like, oh, that was 18 years ago. Is that son gonna come up in this episode? No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> So after um, the little, the guy, what's his name? Jason, he gives a talk. Ryan. Max Ryan. It's right there. Ryan, sorry. <laughs> he get, Oh, Jason Gideon. Okay. <laughs> so after the talk, Gideon talks to him. Uh, he moved to Philadelphia so that he can, you know, immerse himself in the Keystone Killer culture. <laughs> Yeah, he's like right in the middle of the Keystone Killers thing because he wants to catch this bitch. Mm -hmm. So him and Gideon are catching up, chatting, Mm -hmm. and they're interrupted by a security guard who says, excuse me, a man dropped this off for you. What's inside? It's an envelope, by the way. Did I say envelope? (laughs) No. What's inside the envelope, Nicole? It's a letter and a crossword puzzle. So Max Ryan jumps up and he's like, who did this? Was it you? (laughs) Jeff, 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 Jeff. (laughs) And the security guard says, I don't know. It was someone in a blue jacket. And so Max Ryan jumps up. He he punches the first blue jacket he sees. (laughs) He's like, and the security guard runs up and he's like, it's not him. It's not him. Let him go. Yeah, he's like... Okay, so at this point, okay, because Ryan says, lock this place down. Nobody's leaving. And at this point, I thought we were getting like, you know, like we talked about last week, like a whodunit. Like, I thought everybody was going to be locked in the bookstore and Ryan was going to have to go through everyone, Ryan and Gideon, and like find out who, but no. That would be fun. That would be fun. But this built, I feel like this episode is just like a lot of paperwork. You know what? That's true. It's like... It's fun, I guess. A serial killer, that's fun. But I don't know. Not all that. I understand. So um, they don't walk down and find the whodunit. Because he's already gone. Yeah. So we cut to the BAU headquarters in Quantico. L, Morgan, Reed, and Hotch come up the elevator. They all come at the same time. Isn't that cute? That's so fun. 
It's a Saturday night, and Elle's like, where else would we be? I love Elle. She's so beautiful. It's not like any of us have any lives. It's not like I'm trying to get a girlfriend. I'm right here, Elle. I don't know what you're waiting for. For you to turn 18. Ew. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. I can wait for you, Elle. Ew, shut up. So Reed, I'm waiting for my lover. Uh, yeah, Reed is all like, oh my god, it's Max Ryan. He wrote the shit about the guy, and he's a guy. <laughs> he did. And I also wrote that Reed took off his jacket, but leaves on his purple scarf. <laughs> Which Do we I, have a Reed's hair update? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a little <laughs> down low. Oh, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait. <laughs> so the team meets Gideon and Max in the round table room. Or wherever the fuck. I think that's where they are. The round table room to to get a look at the letter. And uh, Reed looks at it and his magical powers start pinging. Yes. So the letter reads, Michelle, you want to take this one? Who in his mind has not probed the black water? Aren't visits from old friends refreshing? Especially when we've occupied so much of each other's mind. We're like two volumes of the same book, Max. Why don't we add a few more chapters? I will lead you to me if you break the code. It is far too long. I am alive again. KK. What a creep. Yeah, what a jerk off. (laughs) So Reed immediately recognizes that the first line, who in his mind has not probed the black water, is from East of Eden by John Steinbeck. And it was also quoted in um, What's-His-Face's book. No. No? No. Yes? No, the next quote was. Anyway, <laughs> read law. <laughs> he looks at the crossword puzzles. And yeah. He picks out all the words with his big mega mind. Mm-hmm. Black bra and gray wool socks were what the last victim 18 years ago was wearing. Ah. But rear window and no fight... Seems to be a reference to a new victim, Carla Bromwell, <laughs> whose license was included in the envelope. Oh, yeah. The victim from 18 years ago, her license was in the envelope with the letter, and then this new victim's license was in the envelope with the letter. Yuck. Philadelphia police just found her in her apartment suffocated with a plastic bag. Yes. And oh. at this point, we can get a little of a hair, uh, <laughs> Reed's hair update. I hate it. Huh. What do you think, Nicole? Um, I think it looked fine. It looked like the same, like it was. I know. It's just so, like, so floppy. Uh, he looks like the berries and cream guy from the Skittles commercial. I don't. I'm not familiar. That guy that goes, berries and cream, berries and cream. Oh, a little laughter loves berries and cream. Oh, God. No, I don't know what that is. Okay, you're giving it a goog, I see. You know what I hate? Oh, God. <laughs> it's Starburst, actually. Oh, shit. It is Starburst. Click on it. Well, it's not going to come up because the mic is plugged in. I'm going to, we're going to. We're gonna listen to this. You, anyway, you you reminded me of Skittles. The <laughs> there's at my the church that I teach the children at. Sometimes 
they have these like video series that the kids watch and there's this one character and his name is skittles and by the way my church is like 90 percent black like yeah like it's pretty much a black church and So Skittles is a, a white guy in an afro with a fucked up teeth with a black afro, right? Yeah, yeah. He wears and he wears like a chain. He wears and he a says, chain. "Skittles out, baby." Oh god! I'll post a picture of Skittles. Doesn't I'll he find wear sunglasses? Yeah, he, he always he's wears sunglasses. The wor- I literally I scowl. I scowl when Skittles comes on, and then. A couple of times, some of the kids, some of the little black kids have been like, I don't like Skittles. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't like Skittles either. You're right. I'll post a picture of Skittles on the Instagram. Skittles is awful. Okay, wait. But let's bring it back to something happy. (laughs) Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad who does berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Oh, little lad who loves berries and cream. <laughs> Have you never seen that commercial? No, and I hate it. <laughs> That's what Reed's hair looks like. Um, send me that link so I can put in some proper audio for that. Why? That's the best audio from my phone held up to the. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I hate Reed's hair. It's boring. And if you know the berries and cream guy, then you already know. But we'll post a picture on the Instagram of that, too. Yeah, so JJ enters the roundtable room, mm-hmm. puts down a photo of Carla Bromwell's dead face. <laughs> and I was like, JJ, what the fuck? <laughs> but the reason that she has that photo is because the killer sent it. To the news. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. The news also got a letter from the Keystone Killer. Yes. And a photo. The photo. Yes. The photo. So. The BAU gets on a jet along with Ryan who tells Gideon, I'm not asking Jason. He just, he goes with them because he knows the stuff, you know. Yeah, he's the expert. They FaceTime with Garcia a little bit. Uh. Yeah. Um, I didn't get uh, Garcia on the runway. Oh, my God. We don't really see her. She's just on the computer the whole time. And maybe we should look it up. But maybe not. What are you looking up? Are you looking up Skittles? Yeah. I forgot what the stupid show is called. Christian Skittles. Christian Skittles. Okay, so uh, Morgan is like maybe it's a copycat. Morgan is really he's trying to find that other angle. Like Morgan. he's just trying to be a detective. Ryan says, "It's not a copycat. It's him." And Morgan's just like, "Okay, well, maybe we can be open to the possibility." And Ryan slaps him across the face and <laughs> walks out of the room. Or no, he just walks like to the back of the jet and then everybody like looks and waits to see that he's far away and then they all lean in and go dude what the fuck is up with that guy like what is his fucking problem did you see that did you hear him like is it just me max is a bitch right precisely 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 Um, i have to pee okay i'll be on and we're back berries and green did it go to the top go on michelle Talk some words. Berries and cream? Yeah. Where are we? 
I think you went down too far. I know. Yeah, I will kill you. Jeez oh, Louise. Oh, end your little life. Jeez Louise. So cut to the Philadelphia crime scene with Carla Bromwell. I can't see. Uh, I wrote down that we meet Detective Santangelo. Isn't that a funny name? <laughs> I like it. But he doesn't really come back up. And what did L? Oh, L wants to go check for the rear window for fingerprints because the what's it called? The crossword puzzle mentioned the rear window, mm-hmm. and Ryan is like, "You're not gonna find any fingerprints." She's like, I'm going to check anyways. Because I'm a like, detective. And he's like, you're wasting your time. And Elle, like, gives Gideon a look like, can you believe this, bitch? <laughs> the, the faces. The faces that Elle makes in this episode when she's not amused. I love her. I just love Elle. Reed and Hodge. Well, JJ goes outside to talk to the media. And they're like, Ooh. the killer's telling us more than you guys. And she's like. I gotta go. I I gotta go. <laughs> She's just trying to be a media liaison, and the media is making it very difficult for her. Honestly. So, Reed and Hotch search the home, and they find a letter, another one, and a crossword puzzle. And this is the one that uses a quote that is also found in Max Ryan's book. Yeah. And it says, to expect another gift in two days. He's referring to the victims as gifts what a fuck gross i also did not write down the quote do you remember it no do i remember it <laughs> oh because we just watched i'm the sure episode. it wasn't important cut to probably not cut to the keystone killer's lair where we only see a gloved hand ah. reaching for a photo of a woman the next gift she's the next gift cut to Philadelphia PD, where the BAU was talking to the cops, the age of the women has changed. It's not the same Z's. It used to be, what, yeah. 20 year old women? The last one was. Yeah, there were women in their 20s and. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say she had an 18 year old, but she had an infant. <laughs> so most killers most serial killers have like specific fantasies where they want to kill a specific type of victim because it's like they're killing the same person over and over gross like ted bundy killing women with the dark hair parted down the middle that looked like his fiance but ted bundy de evolved and killed a 12-year-old girl as his final victim. Mm-hmm. So is it possible that the Keystone Killer is devolving as well? We'll never know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will know by the end of this episode. So <laughs> Gideon asks Ryan if he wants to give the pro... He says, we'll start off with the original profile. And he says, you want to give it? And he says, no, and leaves. He just says, No. <laughs> and Hotch proceed. I thought maybe he was going to be like, no, we need to start from scratch. Like he was finally caught on to what Morgan and Elle were thinking. Nope. But no, he just says no and, and then leaves yep. and Hotch gives the profile. Yes. The first of the profile. The original we don't, profile. We don't get all of it. White male, early 40s. Possible military background. And then, ma, 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 
you just hear Hodge giving it in the background because the camera follows Gideon mm-hmm. out of the room towards Ryan. And Gideon's like, what's wrong, sweetie? I've known you all these years. This isn't like you. And then they he gives him like a gentle caress on the shoulder mm. and like a, maybe a little kiss. No, he doesn't do that. Oh, no, he doesn't. They just talk. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is upset that the killer used a quote from his book because he's like, the killer is killing because of me? This is very personal to me, Gideon, and I'm quite upset about it. Mm-hmm. Cut to the team is discussing the ways the killer has changed because his latest victim was hit on the head. She got conked out. She did get conked out. Um, to control her, mayhaps. Mm-hmm. And he switched from his rope with his signature spooky knot yes. to flex cuffs. Which, which makes the kills less personal. Yeah. So why would he do this? It's not about killing the women anymore. The, these murders are about something else. He's, uh... I don't know about that. I think that's what it... I think that's what it says. Well, I, he can't use rope. Like, he physically can't. Okay, well, then why is he still doing it? Because he's not getting the same satisfaction. Because he's in love with Ryan. (sighs) Probably. So, (laughs) Reed finds a name in the crossword puzzle. Nebrus. Oh, no, it's backwards. S. Harbin. Hmm, which was a name on Ryan's original suspect list. And they say it, and then Ryan walks through the door and he says, It's not Harbin! And they're like, well, we're going to go ahead and check out the lead anyway because we're detectives, Max Ryan. I know you keep telling us not to follow these leads, but the thing is, we're detectives (laughs) and we have to. Ryan knows everything. He knows that Harbin is halfway through a 30-year sentence for killing someone during a burglary. He's like, he's just some pervert. So Morgan is like, I'm going to call Garcia to get info on Harbin. Again, we're detectives. And Ryan screams, he's not the guy! God damn it! Yeah, and Hotch, he's not a fan of how Harbin, how Ryan is acting. Because, you know, they're detectives. (laughs) I mean, I understand where Ryan is coming from. He's... He's been doing this for like 20 years. He's been trying to catch this guy for 20 years. And I agree. he just, he, 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 you know. <laughs> this is just like the other day we were playing Jeopardy in my English lit class. And one of the questions for my table was what was like the most like famous love triangle or whatever of the Arthurian legend and that was my story. I had uh, Lancelot and the Knight of the Cart. That was my story. So I knew the answer. So I said, obviously, it's Lancelot, Guinevere, and Arthur. And my team was like... Even I know that. My team was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, is someone going to say it? Because I wasn't the one talking. I wasn't the person who was supposed to be saying the words. And I was like, it's Arthur, Guinevere, and Lancelot. And the person who was supposed to be speaking was like, and the teacher was like, you need to give an answer. And I was like, Arthur, Guinevere, and Lancelot. And she was like, that's correct. And I got so like mad. Oh my God. I was like, that was literally my story. Like, why did you not say the words? Like, you would have rather just gotten it wrong. 
And I literally, like... Nicole is, like, sweating and <laughs> tears are streaming I down know. her face. I, like, I, I literally, like, apologized to my table. I was like, whoa, that was... That was... I'm sorry. That was not... <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, acting upset with them leading up to that. But then after I said Arthur, Lancelot, and Guinevere, and she said it was right, I got mad so quick. And I, like was like that was literally my story why didn't you just say it nicole is shaking (laughs) with rage her fists are clenched they're not in her lap whoa you guys i'm so sorry that was (laughs) anyway i understand jesus christ where he's coming from is all i'm saying great (laughs) so morgan calls garcia and finds out that Harbin was paroled three months ago, only halfway into his sentence. Mm. To where? You're being so loud right now. Philadelphia. Okay. And he missed his last visit with his parole officer. Which makes him a wanted man. (laughs) So the FBI uh, busts his shit down, as Michelle so eloquently put it. Mm -hmm. Elle chases and tackles him. She's hot. She is. It's hot, right? Yeah. He I tries agree. to run. Elle is like, Elle like shoves all the other SWAT team out of the way and like runs. Uh, I love Elle. Um, go mm. on. Morgan and Hotch go through his things. They go he on has, a panty raid. They don't. They look and they're they look at his his panties actually. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, this is folded in this specific way that they teach you in the military. Must be a military man. Mm-hmm. Everything is labeled in its place. Every, a place for everything and everything in its place. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I wish my house was like that. So, Harbin says oh my God. something. Harbin, like, just gives, like, an offhanded comment. Because he's there arrested. No, okay, He's no. there handcuffed while they are searching. Elle was talking about something. Elle was, like, talking about the stuff they found in his house, and she was like, this means this and this and this. And then Harbin is like, No, 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 no. Elle says it must have been a nightmare for him to share a cell with someone else. Oh. Because he's so, like, meticulous and whatever. Mm. He's so controlling. And then? And then he says... It doesn't matter what he says. Because who cares? But Elle gets in his face, and she's like, Oh, did I make you upset? Are you upset that you can't control me? That I'm not scared of you? Elle like flips out on him. Elle is going through some stuff in this episode. Oh, I just love her. She so like much. she's like, what? You gonna hurt me? No. You would wait for me to have my back turned and then not clonk me on the head. You're being so loud. Right? Shut up. Okay. Turn so- the gain down. So Elle yells at him, gets in his face, makes him pee his pants and pop a boner at the same time. And Hotch finds a camera in his bedroom. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. They never go back to that. No, they don't. Why? I should have. I was just going to delete that note, but I forgot. No, because it's important. Because why? What do they find when they're looking for the video of the VHS tapes? Well, mm, I meant to switch these two notes. Oh, my God. Because before they find something, Gideon is like... Um, L, are you okay? And we never expand on that. They never are like L isn't okay for any reason. They're yeah, just they like they do. They do. This whole episode is basically about how L is like going oh, through some stuff. The end. 
Yeah. Okay, they bring it up at the end. And I didn't even connect that. They they are little things all around. Okay. It's all through the episode. So okay. Gideon's like, Elle, are you okay? And she's like, did I say anything that wasn't true? And then yeah. I guess I'm fine. Yeah. Goodbye. So Hotch is looking for the VHS tapes after he finds this camera set up. And they find the secret panel in Harbin's bed. They break it off. They go click, click, click. Mm-hmm. And pull out the secret drawer. Secret human-sized drawer. And they find... A human in that human-sized space, a tied-up woman wrapped in plastic. It's so fucking creepy. And she's like screaming, and Hotch is like, "Oh no 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 no, you're okay." And he like oh, swats you. the blindfold off of her and rips the duct tape off. Which, if you watch that, you will notice. I that. saw that. <laughs> it's not like really duct tape. It's not sticky at all. He like bats it off of her mouth. Yeah, and they used um. Like masking tape to hold that in place. Did you see the masking tape on her mouth? Oh no! <laughs> they find this woman, uh, um, and Harbin is obviously being arrested right about now. <laughs> but the team finds another letter on a windshield. Oh, and this is what the letter says: "Isn't Scott Harbin an inelegant creature? A monster." There is no light with him, no balance. He is pure evil. Are you done? I can't because you're being so loud back there. They know what's up. (laughs) Balance is what gives one mercy. You'll be reminded of my brand of mercy tomorrow, Max. K K. So Harbin is not the Keystone Killer. He's just a creep. And the team reconvenes in the Philly police station. Are there hot Cheetos in your freezer? Yes. Freak ass bitch. That's rude. (sighs) They reconvene in the Philly police station. The killer, Keystone killer, has... That is way too close. You're gonna need to... You're gonna need to quiet your voice down. I don't know. I don't know. Bitch. Okay. So the Keystone Killer is losing his confidence a little bit because he changed his M.O. Or maybe he had to change. (sighs) (laughs) What? (laughs) He had to change because he can no longer physically control his victims. So maybe he got a big owie. Yes, baby jaguar. (laughs) JJ gives a press conference along with the profile, which she never gets to finish giving. No. Because she's she starts giving a profile. She's like, hey, we're telling everyone this um, so that maybe we can get some help. We're looking for um, a white male in his late 40s. Military background. Well-educated. Need for power and control. To probably a job with a lot of... With a job... With authority. And then immediately she's interrupted. And she's like, that describes half of the men in Philadelphia. And she's like, oh, well, if you'll just wait. And then she just keeps getting interrupted. All the reporters are like, she never gets to finish giving <laughs> the profile. She never gets to finish giving the profile. And then we get another man speaking up. Philip Bromwell which is Carla's brother, and he basically says, how am I supposed to tell my mother 
that our that my sister is dead. This and is it's a really like, unnecessary scene because like nothing that, happens. That was yesterday, and you haven't told your mother. Like, maybe tell your mother. And they're like, the press is also like, hey, you have Max Ryan working on this case. Um, he couldn't solve it 18 years ago. Why? What makes you think he can solve it now? And JJ is literally just left to defend her detective. And JJ duty. like. Uh, uh, looks around She's with her literally mouth open. Just trying to give. Stop a- interrupting me! You can't talk over me. This is a podcast. I'm talking. You're the one talking over me. <coughs> I will bite your nose off, bitch. So JJ never gets to finish. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's J- over. JJ Cut to never gets to finish. Cut to Cut to Cut to Cut to Set me. Cut to <laughs> I will kill you. It's so hot in here. <laughs> Hello, Nicole? <laughs> She's refusing to speak. Finally, cut to L. <laughs> and Ryan watching JJ on the television. And neither of them turns off the TV, but nonetheless, it turns off. <laughs> I rewound this and watched because they don't have a remote in their hands. And Ryan says... I'm an easy target because I failed to solve the case. And if I, I mean, if we put the killer away, all my haters will back off. Mm. And Elle's like, don't you want to retire and relax with your family someday? But. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I speak? The case has consumed his life and he has no family left. And that's the kind of people the FBI hires. He looks deep into Elle's eyes. That's the kind of person the FBI hires. Nicole? Cut to the Keystone Killer. We're in his point of view now. And he's looking at the lady from the earlier photograph. Ooh, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, she's a teacher for some little kids, and she looks up and sees him, and she smiles and waves, so they're, like, friendly. Cut back to the team looking for someone with an injury that was debilitating in Philadelphia Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. 18 years ago. Mm -hmm, Whoa, mm -hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. It's, It's Hodge, Gideon... And Morgan and Reed, and then Ryan is like in his own room doing his own thing. I can't stand him. I know. So Gideon goes to talk about him, and he's to like, him. You have some of the best detectives in the world over there working on this case. Like we can help you, bro. Uh huh. He's like, remember that detective who did the Boise who caught whatever Boise I tried. God damn it. Remember that detective on the Boise child murderer case? And that detective was way too involved in the case and took it personal. Mm. And Ryan is like, I'm different. I'm different. Uh, I'm different. Uh, uh, uh. I'm so sleepy. He Ryan thinks that he wanted to play the game deep in his subconscious. He was like, I knew that writing this book would bring him out of hiding. <gasps> and then, yeah, that's when Gideon's like, let us help you. Don't be an asshole. Wow. So he does go into the other room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they come up with a plan to look for the accidents. 
Oh, they want to look for car accidents involving um, late model American-made sedans. Uh-huh. I don't remember why they decided it had to be a car accident, but they did. They I had some know. reasons. Um, it's because car accidents involving injury have to be put into police reports. Mm. And the hospital reports are like, don't give them anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> so while I was writing the note, I got bored and I said, this episode kind of sucks and is boring because it's just... It's all of them doing paperwork and sitting around and, like, it's just them. It's all, they're all just sitting around the whole time. It's, I don't know, not my favorite episode. So, Garcia is looking up car accidents in 1988. Five of them were serious enough to send the drivers to the hospital. One guy, Walter Kern, broke his back and was picked up near where Carla Bromwell lived. He was on his way to kill Carla Bromwell 18 years ago when he had the accident that stopped him in his tracks. And he has a military background. And he installed home alarms with Scott Harbin. And he also has a degree in criminology. Yeah. That's kind of fun. So cut to the BAU and the SWAT are like, we got this guy. Let's go. They go to his house and the door opens but it's not the door. It's another door. I feel like they've used this trick before. Yeah, they have. It's cinematography. It's great. <laughs> so um, where you, the unsub opens the door. No, the, the woman kill, opens the, woman the door. Opens, the unsub knocks on the door. The woman <laughs> opens the door. Um, and she's like, hey, Walter, come in to my home. And lets him, She wa- he waltzes right on in. He so. takes her hand. Puts one hand on her hip, she puts one hand on his shoulder, and they waltz right into the house. (laughs) Back at Walter's house, his wife opens the door for Gideon and Ryan. Walter is not home right now. Walter's not home right now. Can I help you? He's at the blonde lady's house, threatening threatening her with a gun, holding a gun at her, making her put on flex cuffs. And he whaps her up the up, up the side of the head with the gun. Yeah, she's not doing anything. So Walter is like, oh, he's volunteering with the Boy Scouts right now. What a dummy. Oh, I volunteer. And Ryan is like, your husband is a murderer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, you need to leave. <laughs> and they're kind of like trying she yeah she asked them to leave but then they're like is there an area is there a room you're not allowed in um boom they, they ask her more questions than just that they're like shut up yeah i wrote it down in the notes nicole it's not just what you wrote down you dumb bitch don't what you else? think that i read what else notes? what else what else i can't do this with what you. else I need what to else take a break. what else what else what else what else i don't remember michelle that's why i said they asked her more questions but i don't remember they they're like has your husband ever come home covered in blood <laughs> does your husband have a gun does your husband like sailing and tying knots <laughs> no they don't ask any of this no anyway Yes. He's like, yeah, he does that stuff. He has a dark room that I'm not allowed in. Mm-hmm. And so. But he just doesn't want me to ruin his pictures. <laughs> and then they're like, did he experience a long bout of depression that he just suddenly snapped out of? 
Show us this room! Show us the goddamn dark room, lady! Nicole, wake up! Stop. Nicole is sleeping! I'm just thinking about how much I'm gonna have to edit down your voice. The dark room is a, in a padlocked basement that's only accessible from the outside of the house. Stop talking like that. Stop talking like you hate me. Do you need to take a break? Let's take a five. <laughs> Don't tap my laptop. It's not touch screen. We took a little break. I feel no better. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what are we? They go to... What's his name? The kill Walter. They go to Walter's dark room, which is in a padlocked basement, only accessible from the outside of the house. And what does that look like, Nicole? It's covered in newspaper clippings of himself. Yes. And he has a signed <laughs> copy of Max Ryan's book. Nicole laughed at that part. There's also a scrapbook with a chapter for each of his victims. Disgusting. And he has unfinished chapters from 18 years ago. He's not picking new victims. He's finishing the chapters of his old victims. Ah! <laughs> Stop thinking about editing. I can't live in the moment. We need to get Turn the game a down. Person. I the know, last oh chapter God. for our <laughs> podcast that we do like one episode every other month. The last chapter is a blonde lady named Sylvia. It's and the blonde lady. <laughs> we see the pictures and yes, it's the one who Walter just intruded on and whapped with a gun. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one, yeah. Cut to Sylvia's house. Yep, B-A-U, SWAT. Philly PD, all of that. Sylvia is bound on the bed with the flex cuffs. Walter's on top of her, and he pulls out a plastic bag to that he starts putting. Did we talk about his injury? <laughs> he just has a wacky arm. <laughs> he got into a car accident, and they diagnosed him with wacky arm. <laughs> he lost. The, he can't move, like, the right half of his body. Aww. So he just pull, he's awkwardly putting the plastic bag he's over her head. He's very slowly, like, pulling it down with his entire hand. With one hand. I feel like, honestly, she could fight him off. She's being very dramatic. <laughs> you don't know what you would do in that situation. He is a one-handed man. Stop. Okay, so SWAT. <laughs> some. How do they? I don't know how they. They're do like this. looking around downstairs, like, hmm. I wonder if there are any <laughs> clues down here. And then they hear her screaming because he's starting to pull a bag over her head. And they're like, "Got you, bitch!" And he, as they are pulling him to the ground, he as says, "Morgan, Morgan tackled him." Morgan loves to tackle people. As Morgan is tackling him to the ground, he's like, "Oh, watch my arm! Watch my arm!" Really? Fuck you! Seriously. So Gideon, Morgan's like, hello, I have this guy. Can somebody handcuff him? And Gideon gives Max Ryan the cuffs so that he can finally arrest the Keystone Killer. After 20 years, mm, mm, Keystone mm. Killer Walter says, Ugh. Yeah? Excuse me. 
I know you've enjoyed this ride as much as I have, Max. We're inseparable, you and me. And Max, like, sasses him, but so he like, has to think about that for a minute. <laughs> like, this has been his life for 20 years. What's he going to do? Sad. He's like, let's put that to the test. And he has someone else take him out of the house. Yeah, and then he the close just, up on his pensive face. Just to face. prove that he's not into him like that. <laughs> He's just not that into you, and Walter. Then there's like two minutes of action, and then it's immediately over. They're back on the jet flying home. No misdirection this time. No, they tackle the wrong guy, no, it's as him. they usually do. No, they just find him, and then they're on the jet. Mm-hmm. And Max tells the team an embarrassing story about Gideon, mm-hmm. how they tricked him, which seems... <laughs> they tricked him when he first joined the FBI. They like roast, not roasted him. Mm-hmm. They like, uh, what's it called? What do the frats do? Hazed. Yeah, they hazed him and like planted fake evidence <laughs> to trick him. He thought someone was going to get murdered. So obviously he sprung to action and his superiors were not happy about it. No. But anyway, we pan away from him telling his silly story. Everyone's laughing and having a good time. <laughs> Except for Ellen Hotch. <laughs> yeah. They're sitting in silence. Elle's drinking a cup of tea. Hotch is reading files. They are not having a happy time, which brings us to our scene of the week. You didn't think I forgot, did you? I did. So, Nicole, do you want to be Elle or Hotch? I'll be Hotch. Okay. Uh, It starts with Elle. You know he has no one, no family. Who's that? Ryan. Technically, he's retired, but he hasn't seen his kids in years. Divorce is not uncommon in the BAU. You know, the other night when you called, Saturday night, did you think it was weird that we all were just able to drop everything and go to the office? That we're all available to you anytime you call, day or night? No, not really. How do you do it? How do you do this job and still have a wife and a baby? Well... When I'm with them, I try to focus 100% of my attention there. When I'm with you guys, I try to do the same thing. It's about priorities, L. It's about setting them and keeping them. I'm just so scared that I'm going to turn into that guy over there. Look up and see that my life has passed me by while I was chasing monsters. It's hard. This job will eat you up if you let it. So what do I do? Find a way not to let it. And I'm free. That's not... Free falling. No, but I don't know Cheryl Crow's I don't want to know. And this is where I put in the Hotch's marriage update. I think we should talk about those in a while. But I I agreed when I was watching this. I was like, this is a Hotch's marriage update if I've ever seen one. So he says divorce isn't uncommon in the, does he say BAU or FBI? Whatever. But like, he's... He's the only one that's married. Yeah. He's the only one out of the whole team that's married. And he says he tries to give his wife and child 100% of the time, 100% of his attention. But uh, I don't know. Just It really just seems like, I don't know, like he can't give his family all that. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's like... And- I, I, mm. All Elle wants is just a wife and baby, like Hotch. <laughs> exactly. So that was the whole kind of the theme 
of this episode with Elle. Mm-hmm. She's like, she sees Ryan and she doesn't want to be like that. And Hodge kind of is becoming like that. We don't see his <laughs> we don't see his wife at all. We don't see her until like the fourth season. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see her until she's, like, murdered or something. <laughs> I don't think she's murdered. I don't know. I feel like she is. But I don't actually know. I might be making that up. I think. Well, you also told me that Elle died. So. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like maybe she might have. Well, she didn't. How do you know? Because I looked it up. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> God, it's hot in here. So I just. Wow, this is the shortest episode we've done. <laughs> it's because we're so hot. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's draw it out a little bit. No, Maybe goodbye, really criminals. Get- goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. And the end is something is the kind of like. I mean, follow us on Twitter. Well, no. What? What are you doing, Michelle? How am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, we do a little catch up every now and then. We did that in the beginning. Well, let's catch up again. Let's catch up. How have you been since this episode started? Uh, um, (sighs) Tired. Oh, boy. I got to take like a three-hour nap today. (laughs) Great. So I'm on. I'm wired. Did we do a catch up? In the beginning? I don't recall. We talked in the beginning. Mm. Well, how have you been this week, Michelle? This week, I've been exhausted. I just, I listened to last, the last episode. I'm not going to say last week's episode because who knows when this will come up. This Friday. What this Friday? Friday? Who knows? This Friday. Today is September 16th. Oh, you know what? We're probably not going to have an episode the following Friday because we're going to New Mexico. No, we'll do it. Okay. You will upload it on the road. You You'll edit on the road you as we drive. Tell me that. You I'm can't telling tell you that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Nicole? Well, me and Michelle are going to New Mexico for oh, a yeah. concert. Dorian Electra. Dorian Electra. Yeah. So that's I'm fun. really excited. Maybe we should close with the Dorian Electra song. I think we oughta. Which one? Hmm. You know what? You Man's guys. All right, you should listen. You should give them a listen because I'm I I really like Dorian Electra. I've been going through a time recently, like I lost my pride pin, and that just sent me into a spiral that lasted like the entire weekend. Yeah, it's been rough, but Dorian Electra has been helping me get through it. We were raised as Christians. And all the magical thinking that that entails. And it just takes a while to shed that shit off of you. Yeah, I mean, I started going down my path of disbelief when my mother started, like, being homophobic about stuff. And so that's how, like, it all started. I was like, okay, this doesn't make sense anymore because I'm for sure gay. (laughs) So I don't know what to do here. And so ever since that moment in 2012 or something. Wow. Maybe maybe before that. But ever since that moment, I've been kind of, you know. Just a little gay baby. Yeah. 
<sighs> so it's been weird. It's been a weird month for me. Oh, no. I came out again, even though I was already technically out <laughs> as non-binary on Twitter and Instagram. Because I was like, okay, it seems like people don't know. So I guess I have to remind them. And it's just, it's been a little bit weird since then. <sighs> yeah, I think it's just a phase and you're just going to grow out of it eventually. <laughs> I'm joking! Get away from me. I'm joking. I also think gender is stupid. Yeah. Having uh, come out as non-binary, but I don't know, maybe in the future? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what gender lies in store for us? So true. So, you know, keep up with our our journeys, <laughs> I guess. This is turning into not a criminal minds. <laughs> it's still mostly criminal minds. We just, we just It's like criminal minds with a bit of our own diaries thrown in. Mm. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't keep a diary. I just have a podcast. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <sighs> I mean, I think I feel like the the big drawing for this episode or for this this podcast is you know you get to you get to feel our sisterly dynamic, you know. Oh yeah, sisters. I feel like that's what people come for, not for the criminal minds. <laughs> Well, this is the Criminal Minds podcast, so maybe you just back up a bit there. No. This is the Criminal Minds podcast. We go through Criminal Minds episode by episode, Criminal Minds by Criminal Minds. <laughs> but we also throw in some of our personal shit. <sighs> yeah. Unless Nicole just edits this all out. Nah. Which who knows? That's so much work. <laughs> I feel like I didn't finish what I was saying. What were you saying? The, the last episode... I talked about how I started uh, my I, my doctor doubled my prescription oh, yeah. for one of the things I was taking, and I thought, oh, this will be good. Maybe I'll have more energy. I'm a fucking exhausted. Aww. I am dead. I am beat. Boy, howdy. I'm bushwhacked. Oh, Is that a thing? I don't think so. My <laughs> my dogs are barking. <laughs> my eyes are. The Mr. Sandman is following me around all day. Sprinkling sand into her eyes. And I just like, get, get, the, get the fuck out of here. But so that that's why it's so nice that I have a job where I can take a nap. <laughs> Who knows no, what that I... That must be nice. This is my last week at this mm. job, by the way. I didn't even know that. Oh my God. What are you going to do? Have you been applying? <laughs> no. Oh. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. I might just go to New Mexico for like a month. <laughs> uh, but I can't leave Dexter. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? You'd have to Ugh. ship him. Ship him in a plane while you no, and I Sally wouldn't. drive. I would drive him. Mm. He'd be fine. Mm. Hey, this is a lot of hullabaloo. It has nothing to do with criminal minds. It's only been like six minutes. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, Did we forget anything? I don't think so. Other than the official business? Oh, okay. Well, you know, email us at the unsubpod. Yes. Okay. You seem sure, so we'll just go with it. Follow us on Twitter at Barry Little Vogel. Follow us on Instagram, where we will be posting things like um, not Garcia's Garcia on the runway, because... 
we didn't have one for this week, but mm, you know. Yeah, maybe I'll just find a pic of her. Dexter, we, please. We do. You know, you know what we do. And if you don't, well, check us out on Twitter at unsubpod. Instagram. I'm Instagram at unsubpod. And um, if you have any thoughts about this episode, you can, you know, talk to us on Twitter. because Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Because we got some tweets at us today. And that's kind. Of, that's one of the reasons why I decided to do another episode. I was like, this is fun. And you know, that hit of dopamine just... Oh, yep. That's so true. That's why mm, we just, do it. Mwah, that's the stuff. This is why we do what we do for we you. T- we do it at us. We do it for validation. Mm-hmm. So that's all, folks. And I'll just leave you with this. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. Abraham Lincoln. It's a dumb quote. He was a wise beard. Thank you.